Austin, I know what you're thinking. Fred turns to see Angel standing in the doorway behind her. Stands. You do? Walks into the room. Sometimes, when I look in her eyes, I've seen it too. It's overwhelming. The lies, the deceit, just melts away. Smiles. Nothing left but the beauty. Looks away. Um, yeah, it's incredible. Walks up to Cordelia. I can't believe I almost... Seems like a lifetime ago. Shakes her head. It's all so different from what we expected. Big, hideous evil trying to end the world. Smiles. Nice to be wrong. Yeah, and now that she's here, everything just seems so easy. I know. Feels like a dream. Mm-hmm. But have you noticed how we all just kind of do what she says? Don't ask questions? Isn't it a relief? Let's be questioning. It's finally over. Fred makes a nervous, fake half-smile. What a way to end, end that. <laughs> okay, that was my fault. <laughs> I thought that was going to be more impactful. No, it, it was impactful, though. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Tall, Dark, and Broody. I'm one of your co-hosts, Kelly Nugent. I'm the other one of your co-hosts, Ryan Mogi. And today, we are talking about the episodes... I forgot to write the first one down. The episodes... Shake it off. What's the first one? It starts with an Inside Out. Inside Out and Shiny Happy People. Yeah. And I should know Inside Out because her insides Mm -hmm. come out and it's a woman, Mm -hmm. Cordelia. And then also because the inside Mm -hmm. of Connor's brain, we get to see because Darla's there. Yep. Is that all the Inside Outs? I think so. The inside of Skip's (gasps) brain gets Oh, brain gets gets put outside. (laughs) I think we fit all the inside out. And shiny happy people. And shiny happy people, which I I hold that it's I like that episode a lot. I actually like that episode too. It's fun. It reminds me a little bit of the like uh when they go back to being teenagers and that it's it's like this they're playing these versions, everything's off. Mm-hmm. But I feel like this one works really well, like in in the arc. Yeah. And it is like really creepy. It is creepy. Because you're just waiting for someone to figure it out. Yeah. And, and then they do. They do. And it's so creepy. And it's so creepy. And it's probably the person who's like least likely to, you know, I mean, she even says it like she's not the person who fights with weapons. Right. That's not her usual role. And now she is the one. Yeah. <gasps> um. So we start with Inside Out. Yeah, we do. And I think it answers a lot of the questions that we had. Oh, it does in a very... uh clear fashion by just telling us yep just explaining everything that happened literally everything with the characters being like so this is what happened it's like somebody just read all the scripts and in the writer's room it was like i don't get it and just asked questions and they were like oh let's just make there be some exposition (laughs) yeah that explains everything you were wondering so when did cordelia go bad um so okay so they were like was it was the whole thing fake and i feel like did some in the past, did somebody travel to the future and listen to all of the questions we had? I think they did. <laughs> I think they did. Because it was literally every question. It was all of our questions. I wonder if there was somebody who's like a super fan who has like memorized every scene. And mm-hmm. just every time they heard us talking, they were just like, just listen to the beginning of Inside Out. I know. I'm sure there was. I'm surprised no one sent us a link to YouTube. I'm surprised too. But you know what? I think that means that our listeners are good people. They don't want to spoil things for us. It means that they're respectful. I do think that people don't like spoilers. Ugh. 
People are anti-spoiler. Anti-spoiler. Let me tell you. Can I tell you the weirdest spoiler that I had recently? What? Okay, in part, it's totally my fault. I take mm-hmm. responsibility. I waited a very long time to start season two of Riverdale. Okay. So long that I just watched the first episodes of the season mm-hmm. on Friday, two mm-hmm. days ago. So it was about like four months. Uh-huh. And I had been telling everyone about this show all summer. Uh-huh. So like everyone wants to talk to me about it all the time because they think I love it. And I do. But I waited four months to watch it. Right. So as I'm, and I invited people over because that's what I like to do because mm-hmm. I don't want to watch it alone. And I'm cleaning up my house and I'm listening to a comedy bang bang, best of 2017. And they start dropping spoilers for Riverdale season two. What? And it was like comedy bang bang of all the things. Yeah. I did not think I had to worry about you. I still have the yeah. episode. And I was like, it's meant I'm one hour away from starting this season. That's such weird timing. It was and a really weird, weird source. It was. I'm like, Paul F. Tompkins. I feel like powers that be are like interfering. I think it means like Paul F. Tompkins and I, because remember he was on the outside of the door when we did one of these episodes? <gasps> oh, and my we whispered God. about it. I totally forgot when we were like, Paul Tompkins is right outside the door. <laughs> and now he's like talking about the show that I'm about to watch. I think maybe in 2018, we're going to have tea together. I, I remember having I don't know if he drinks coffee. dreams <laughs> that. Paul of Tompkins was like my friend. He should be our friend. He should be our friend. He right? could hang. Like, I mean, I think he would make that judgmental laugh he makes at but, all. Like if he, if we had him on SDS, yeah. and it'd be a lot of like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> There'd be things he didn't want to go with us. Like he sure. would get off bit trains with us. Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, I would enjoy being his friend. Sure, definitely. I would enjoy. Yes. <laughs> I mean, that's sort of why I listen to him on podcasts, so you can pretend. I that's mean, why everybody listens to any podcast. It's I think so it's you true. can hang out with people. I think it's true. It's a it's a, a hang out with people with none of the baggage that actually hang out with people. I was just going to say that. And also none of the baggage of like being friends with them at all. Because yeah. there are a lot of people who like I remember thinking like, wow, I am obsessed with this person and I would absolutely love to be their friend. Yes. But then like knowing full scope about their yeah, life, it's like, like oh, no it thanks. seems it would be really hard to be friends with this right. person. Or like, for example... I have real friends who I invited over to my house. I had to clean up my house for them. Nightmare. Like, I had to vacuum. I mean, horrible. I had to get snacks out, though I did yeah. a very cute dessert tray. Yeah. But, like, I had to get food out. Paul F. Tompkins and Scott Ackerman, they don't ask me for anything. No. All no. they ask me to listen. I pay for Hal. I guess that's my yeah. my c- contribution to that friendship. Sure. That Time is money, though. That mind friendship. <laughs> <laughs> and if I were to order... No, I'd probably use Teen Creeps. I was like, what if I were to order some of these online things? You know, like the advertising. Oh, sure. You wouldn't? Aw, thank you. I think you. I would. I would sh- I would check you guys first. Yeah, see if we're on it. See if you're on it. And if you're not, then I gotta oh, go down the line. I'd appreciate that. That's very nice. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, I just want to boost you. Yeah. I, I get that. I get that. <laughs> <laughs> and I appreciate it, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wish that our show had ads. Do you? I want money, man. Money's great. Okay. The money part would be great. I do like that, like, we are evergreen, kind of. We are Because we're recapping a show that's so old, or two shows that are so old, that you could kind of listen to this anytime you're doing a a rewatch. And the ads, like, there's no ads. There's nothing that's going to date it, except for the things we talk about. That's true. The things we talk about. But also, there are, like, algorithms that will just, like, stick in. Oh, so are we saying, okay, advertisers. Advertisers. Contact us. Contact us. No matter how far in the future it is. Yeah. Because that's, oh, that's interesting. Because like, so it like, there's this algorithm. This is like a little behind the scenes, guys. <laughs> if you're wondering like why, like if you're to pick up, like, let's just pick Dirty John, for yeah. example. 
And if you're to pick up and listen to their first episode, mm-hmm. you're going to hear the same ads that someone hears that downloads the most recent episode. Oh. So there's just a marker okay. and then there's like a pool of ads and they can choose whatever ads they want and fill it in for the download of that time. Okay. I'm having a fantasy right now. Okay. What? That it's 20 years in the future. Right. We are both in our respective, I don't know what's happening to us. Right. We're, we're still just, friends, we're, but we're like, we're we, doing things. We're doing all kinds of different things. Sure. Things that we would never even imagine now. Unknown unknowns. And we get... Uh, text in our brain because that's the yeah. the technology at the time. Yeah. So we get like little Google alerts. Yeah. And you and type with your eyes. You type it's really with your hard. Eyes. You, it's, you like, you have to like blink. It's, you can't drive while you do it, but no. people try. People I mean, try. we have self driving cars. Classic, but you know what? That's, isn't that the age old issue of people doing things they're not supposed to be doing? Yeah. But yeah, you're right. We do have self driving cars, but, um, you were right in when you said you can't do it when you drive because like when you're blinking, you also, um, communicate with your car through blinking so it's like oh, very no! confusing it's very your car is like just tell me what to do yeah this is why the robots are uprising against yeah. us no it's uh, in the middle of a robot war we're in the middle of a robot war but we're still doing the things we want to be so, doing we're so happy and then we get a call from an advertiser yeah. in our brains and the advertiser's like hey i've been listening i've been catching up mm-hmm. with tall dark and broody and Hellmouthy, mm-hmm. and i think you guys would be really good for advertising my product Right. And then they can just insert it at that point. And they're like, our product is a software where you don't actually have to use your eyes to, <laughs> to like, communicate we with your car. We support this. We blink to support it. Yeah, we blink it. to support it. It takes like <laughs> probably 20 minutes for us to text it back because it's really confusing. Oh well, first we like start a separate thread with right. each other to be like, we're into this, right? Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, we're into it. And then yeah. We, yeah. Then we go back. But yeah, yeah so it, it like, I, I do wish that we had had us. Because <laughs> listen, we're, we're, we're doing this for free. I mean, and, yes. Yeah. I think... For me, and maybe I'm just being romantic about it, mm-hmm. I feel like this was an excuse for us to become dear friends. Yeah. And I don't regret a minute that we spent on it. No, me neither. Especially and as I we agree. get close to it being done. Over. <laughs> I know. Well, I think also, like, yeah, I, I agree. Like, I the, the friendship, the, like, the times we had, <laughs> the times we oh my shared. God. When we get to the last episode of Angel, we are going to, the whole episode is just going to be us. I know. Saying, it's, I wish we had advertisers. <laughs> <laughs> we got all this beautiful content just sitting out here. No, um, um, no but yeah, I, I do agree that there were, like, non-monetary uh, benefits that, yes. like, I mean, I don't know, like, that were priceless. Yeah, they were worth their weight in... Lisa mattresses. Yes. Nice. So I do have a really shitty mattress. So. There you go. Hey, hello, Lisa. Hello. Hi. Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Oh, psst. Casper. Oh, yeah. Casper. What's up, Casper, baby? <laughs> What's up? What's up? You up, Casper? <laughs> no, because you're sleeping. Because you're sleeping because your mattresses are so comfortable. I think that's a really good ad campaign they should use. <laughs> you up? Nope. I got it. Casper. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Get them on the phone. This is uh, Ad Woman Ryan Mogi talking. See, you're going on a wavelength. I can't even. Yeah. I, I, I never would have even thought See? about that. See? It's amazing. Um, um, okay. So so the questions that we had were like, okay, w- when did yes. this happen? Was the amnesia fake? Was it happening during the amnesia? Guess what, guys? All of this was put into motion. Yes. To get Cordelia up to be a higher power so right. that the seed of that thing could go in her. Right. Because you need to be. To, like she needed to be upgraded mm-hmm. her body mm-hmm. so that she could carry such a powerful thing. Yes. Can we just call it Jasmine? Sure. So that she could carry Jasmine. Um that was my foot. <laughs> I was like, hello? 
there was a noise to my right. <laughs> and I'm still suspecting that maybe it wasn't your foot because it seems really far away. <laughs> I got long legs. Was it just like your little tippy toe touching? Yeah. <laughs> tip, tip, tip. I didn't um, mean to freak you out. No, no worries. Uh, and so, so they maneuver everything into place. Yeah. Jasmine, basically. Maneuvers everything into place to get Cordelia upgraded so that mm-hmm. her body can house her for a while. Yes. Um, get her to be a higher power. Jasmine goes in her. She comes down. Mm-hmm. She's that's just, the amnesia thing, I guess, is just a side effect of her coming down. Yes. Cause they needed, I think, they needed Connor. I don't know why, but they needed Connor to sleep with Cordelia. Right? Right. To somehow like activate the seed. Right. So, okay. So it's like a jasmine egg. Yeah. So a jasmine egg is in her. So she needs to be activated by Connor Seed because he's the impossible birth, which he is. He is. Yeah. So I think maybe the amnesia was to push Angel and Cordelia apart because the right before she became higher power, they were both like, I love you. Let's meet up and talk about yeah. it. I'm a bluff. So maybe that was the idea. Like, get them separated. Mm-hmm. And the amnesia was the way to do it. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. And then also for it to like, but it has been watching this whole time, so it knows everything. So that's not it. Because I was like, maybe it needed a time to like do like recon and like yeah. figure out. But it, it has been watching the whole time. I find this, I don't know what, it's not a de- deus ex machina, but like, I'm not into this. It feels like a retcon. Well, it is. All of this stuff. It feels like BS. It feels like you wrote yourself into a place and you're like, oh, let's just make it so that someone yeah. was pulling the strings the whole time. Yeah. Which is disappointing. No, it totally is. And like, because it just feels like sloppy and like kind of disrespectful to mm-hmm. the characters they've created. It makes, it takes Skip and makes him a completely different character. Oh, yeah. Which is a bummer because I liked the version that we had. But me now, too. like all of that was lies. You know what? It kind of reminds me of, and you can, you can hop off this train if you don't sure. buy it. But you know how some people are so mad about Luke in The Last Jedi? Yeah. We don't have to get specific with spoilers. Yeah, sure. But. People are really mad about how his character is. Yeah. That's how I feel like this is. I, I'm like understanding their anger. I don't agree because I love that movie. But yeah. And there's like a lot of years between and it's a very different thing. Yeah. And it's a franchise. But it feels like that. It feels like they brought Skip out yeah. and just made him different. Well, and that's. And, uh, yeah. And I get that being like the core of why people feel upset about the Luke thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Whereas like I'm like, OK, the core of that is just like this character seems to have changed. Yes. What we weren't. I and 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 where I'm like I don't agree with why they feel that way. Yeah. Um and I think this is probably how you feel mm-hmm. too, which is like, oh, but the difference is that um Luke they took a character in from a universe where I think my biggest gripe was always good is good and bad is bad yeah. and good versus evil and that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Whereas like now it's like it's adding dimension yes. and like also like many years, like you said, have mm-hmm. gone by. And so like we don't know what's been going on on this island this whole time. Yes. Um, and I think they because they and maybe I'm just making it so that this metaphor to, or this connection isn't there as much. But like the Luke thing, I felt like they justified it. Oh, yeah. Instead of Skip just shrugs and says, I'm a merc. Yeah. And says like, like, this uh, is what okay. happened. And he's like, uh, he's like, yeah, I got paid money. So I do what I am. What? And he's like, yeah. yeah, remember when I let you win with B- Billy? It's like you're just changing the past. Mm-hmm. And and maybe it's that the show hasn't earned my belief that they were building to this the whole time. Well, yeah, because it didn't seem like it. It didn't seem like it at all. And it's just another, I feel like we've had this a bunch of times where they just pull the rug out from under you. 
Yeah. And give you a twist that you couldn't have seen coming. No. And just, okay, so everything that you saw wasn't real or was not what you thought it was. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the difference between like, and I think I've made this comparison before when talking about when I don't like a twist versus Mm -hmm. when I do, where it's like memento. I like that twist because if you're a keen watcher, you can see all of those seeds planted there. Mm -hmm. This may be a little bit controversial. Okay. But then also maybe I'm more on the right side of history because of the whole Kevin Spacey thing. <laughs> but um, Kobayashi, what's that movie? Usual Suspects. Yeah, Kaiser Sose. Kai- that's what it is. Yeah. I was like, like Kobayashi is one of the names he references and it's oh, like the okay. brand of the mug he's holding. Oh, okay. But yeah, Kaiser Sose. Kaiser, Kaiser Sose. Sose. Yeah. Where it's like, like, okay, like the twist is like, can you believe it that he was yeah. him? And it's like, okay, like I get what you're saying about like s- the story is being told by the storyteller yes. always. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like when people are like, can you believe that twist? I'm like, well, I guess anything's possible. <laughs> like at, you could have told me like, and then it turned out he was a dinosaur. Yes. And it's like, okay, well, okay. I, I guess. And I think for a movie, and maybe this is why I love TV so much more, but like for a movie, for Usual Sus- Suspects, the first time I saw it, which I don't think I've seen it that many times, but like the first time yeah, I saw yeah. it, I was like, huh. Yeah. Like the moment he stops limping, I remember being like. Oh, yeah, me too. But that's okay. That's a movie. Throw away. Sure. Done. Done. You don't have to think it again. Whereas things like uh, Sixth Sense, we're just going to talk spoilies. Yeah, that's um, fine. I think there's like so many. It's been like, like 20 Sixth years. Sense, it's like, and what was the first one you mentioned? I'm sorry. Memento. I think both of those movies have big twists, but there are moments that you get like a weird cognitive dissonance when you're watching it. And yeah, like, exactly. Something is off. Something is off. And then you kind of like let yourself forget about that thing that caught you. Mm-hmm. And then it gets to the end of the movie and then everything retroactively is like, oh, yeah, exactly. It's like um, like like there's moments where something turns into a double negative and mm-hmm. you're like, huh? Yeah. And then at the end, everything is just like shunk, and yep. it like locks in a place yes. and you're like, oh, my God. Yes. And it's so satisfying. It makes you yeah. want to start over the movie at the beginning. Exactly. And then there's a rewatchability aspect Whereas to it. This does not make me makes me want to never rewatch starting when Skip showed up. Exactly. Which I know was a long time ago, but like it makes me not want to watch any Skip episodes again. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, it's just lies. Yeah. And like just a lot of it too, right? They're like, you think that happened? Like, and then I feel like there was this, like we get this stand in audience character of Fred talking to uh, Gunn. Mm -hmm. And and I feel like Gunn is the stand in for like the writer's room. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, so then why watch this? I know how it's going to end up. And they're like, yep. yeah, well, uh, I find that even the very end of the thing is like, it's not actually locked in. Like, everything can seem like it's locked in, but like, there are players that act out of place. And then it's like, okay, well, then what the fuck are you saying? Yeah. Like, everything's locked in, but it's not locked in, but everything was locked in, but we still have free will. And it's like, do we? Yeah. And how interesting is the show if the characters don't have free will? I think there is a show that is interesting mm-hmm. a person could make. Where all the characters have destinies. Mm-hmm. And you could watch them fight those destinies and you could watch... Like, I could watch a show about predestination. Mm-hmm. But Angel has not been that show. No. I mean, because that's part of it, right? Is he's fumbling toward this destiny he doesn't understand. Right. But instead, now we're finding that everything that happened was orchestrated. Mm-hmm. And it was like... He was like so far back. Like he was like, it's been pre preordained. It was preordained so far that back. Gunn's sister would turn. That makes no sense. It just I mean, I know that's a big deal in his life and changed his life, but like, so what? You controlled the vampires that show he was fighting vampires every day. It feels like honestly, it, uh-huh. this 
the explanation of this feels like like if you're in like a writing class mm-hmm. and someone like shares their work and people have questions mm-hmm. and then they like overboard over explain yes. to be like no it really does all make sense like even like from the very beginning because then it's like okay so then was shit i'm forgetting his name right now but the half demon dude that yeah. originally had the visions uh oh my god we're the worst i know i want to call him cole yeah no what is oh it oh my god we are mon- we're the worst i know um he's like one of the main characters in the first season i know what is his name? Are we going to delete this after the episode? Because like I'm genuinely embarrassed. Eric. No. Do you have it? <laughs> Try. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, Doyle. Doyle. Played by Glenn Quinn. Glenn I Quinn. had Quinn in my mind, but I was like, if I say it and it's wrong, I can't say it out loud because yeah. I'm already dug a deep. Okay, Doyle. Doyle. So then, was Doyle's death like? How far back does it go? How far back does it go? Does it go to his parents? So then he's half demon, and then like. And then his divorce, and then like his yeah, like it doesn't make sense. That being said, in order to enjoy the show, you have to put it aside. Exactly, like you have to just be like, eh, whatever, uh, blah. Right, and I will say I did enjoy the second episode much more than the first episode. Oh, me too. Because like you do kind of put all that shit aside, and you're like, okay, now here's what's the sitch. Yeah, it doesn't matter how we got here. It doesn't matter that Cordelia wore that stupid two-piece outfit for the entire episode oh my god i was like can we please get her to change i guess they needed it so they could put the blood handprint on her belly but like just put her in a top and you can lift it up yeah or it like rides up when she lays down like what we don't we don't need we don't that beaded handkerchief top oh my god so bad hideous um we haven't really talked about connor's issue in this okay (laughs) because okay so he saves a chick a lady Mm -hmm. a woman a young woman from vamps right a virgin oh yes because he can tell by her skirt it goes all the way to her knees mm-hmm. or I, I don't know how he tells does he ask her I, he can smell it is that what he says no i'm oh. lying <laughs> i was like oh my god he i need smells to- the the <laughs> absence of blood from a broken maiden head <laughs> uh, okay that's so gross <laughs> it's disgusting <laughs> <laughs> um then they should have just picked like a child i mean it would have been horrible to murder a child no but it's but, not like gonna this get... woman is like an adult woman well it's not gonna get across the um like kind of weird sexual politics that happen <laughs> later which is that we have what three female characters that are urging him to do yes. something there is a virgin there is a mother uh-huh. and there is a lover yep and, and everyone knows those are the things that women can be yes those three. You're either you're either <laughs> need to be protected. Uh-huh. You're a baby house, mm-hmm. or you're yeah. You need to be protected or fucked or be a baby house. Yeah, those are your three roles. Mm-hmm. So that was great that they had that. that happen. Yeah, it was good. It was a nice triad. <laughs> um, though it was good to see Darla. Yeah, and because Darla did die sacrificing her life for her son, giving her one, giving her a chance to I mean whatever she is. Maybe she's just a imaginary but let's say it's darla's spirit sure giving darla a chance to talk to her son i thought was i was glad to see it me too and i was glad to see julie ben's back and i think she brings like a great energy to the show Mm -hmm. um so yeah i liked her like and and i also you know what as cheesy as it was i did like the shot or the shots of like those slow-mo shots of him deciding that rather than face the truth that he's been hoodwinked by this monster and his mom, because basically the the vision of Darla is saying, like, you really think 
that anointing a baby in the blood of a virgin yeah. is good? Yeah, come on, dude. And so he's like got this like angel and this devil on his shoulders right. and they're fighting. And then rather than and I think this is this shows like a really good downfall of Connor, uh, both in youth and just in his general stubbornness, like that he would rather instead of admitting that he'd been hoodwinked. Yeah. Just go full. Yeah. He murders a woman. He he. Yeah. And so him like him like walking and dragging with the slow mo. I thought that was like kind of it was cheesy, but I liked it. Yeah, I agree. It was cheesy, but it was it was a moment that we needed to linger on. Yeah. Um. Though, yeah, all the women yelling at him. Yeah. <sighs> also, like, I feel like most of the fucked upness of Connor, like the fact that he would kill for somebody, the fact yeah. all that comes from his fucking like, uh, like stepdad guy. Holtz. Yeah. Like all it that was shit from Holtz. That Darla didn't mention Holtz. Not once. I was like. I wonder if she doesn't. <laughs> she might not. Oh my god, sad. <laughs> this whole she just thought that like every. I mean, she knows he grew up really fast. That's true. Because he was maybe a baby no, last year. Maybe she has no concept of time. And then she thinks Cordelia then didn't age very long. Yeah, because either Cordelia is looking great for being twenty years older or fifteen years. Like, yeah, that's true. Older, or Connor went to a hell dimension. Yeah, but yeah, she doesn't mention the hell dimension, which I think is a lot of this is the hell dimension because yeah. he's literally other than. A little time with Fred, who then disowns him as she does because she's a judgmental person. He has had seen no kindness except from Cordelia. Cordelia. Yeah. His dad has tried, but he shuts his dad out. So, like, yeah. that is part of what this is, too, is, like, not only was this the woman who was willing to have sex with him, but it's the only person really saying nice things to him. Yeah. And all the stuff that would be, like, red flags that are, like, bleh, like, he he's completely deafened, too, because yeah. of... His experiences in the hell dimension with the probably only other human yeah. he knew and father figure. Yes. Um, so, like, yeah, I think Connor's like really fucked up and like doesn't understand what's going on. And I think given his like, like youth, both as a teenager mm -hmm. and like amount of time he's lived in a normal ish world, yeah. he does a thing that makes sense. Mm hmm. But it also makes it really sad that he's just yeah. like, I'm going to turn to the dark. I don't care. Yeah, exactly. He's so Kylo. Oh, my God. I was just thinking that. But I was like, should we do it? Let's do it. Let's do it. And but he, he also wear wears high extremely high-waisted <laughs> pants. <laughs> I was like, where is high-waisted pants and no shirt? Oh, my God. I mean, it's so funny. Like, at work, um, people were complaining about the movie, which uh, I'm sorry if you didn't like it. I liked it. Yeah, I liked I'm, it. I'm excited for the future. Of, Me too. So I, I, I apologize. Like, I honestly feel bad for you. Yeah. but. It doesn't lessen my enjoyment of it. So we're making the normal complaints. And then they were complaining about that scene. And I was like, it was great. But I yeah. had like put my headphones on because I was like, I can't engage. But I yeah. was like at my camera. I was like, you guys don't know how amazing that was. Yeah. <laughs> also, like, I have like that is a fanfic dream. Like I have read a fanfic where they're where that's yes. happening. Well, it's total fanfic, but it's also like playing with the idea of what this world is. And that's yeah. so much more interesting to me. <laughs> One of the people at work who was talking about this was like the director is ryan johnson he does like artsy movies and i was like oh, i'm so glad i'm because if i was in that conversation it would be so difficult to not have a judgmental face yeah because we're both doing one right now we're doing huge ones <laughs> and that's the conversation i listened to like two days ago but instead Ugh. i was able to be at my desk have headphones on pretend i was doing something else yeah. eventually i put on loud music so i was like i don't want to listen to this anymore yeah but like i'm so glad no one engaged me in that conversation yeah because <sighs> 
that's what's fun. Like, just like if if they did bring Buffy back to TV, if it felt just like the show that we watched with the same characters talking the same way. Right. I mean, yeah, that doesn't my live nostalgia, in, the, in this world But who cares? Right I would much rather have Buffy have a vlog. Yeah. You know what I mean? Vlog I don't. Buffy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I fuck with it see see what you can come up with like play with the ideas yeah but i mean it's those same people that are like terrified of change and terrified of like things being harder yeah no offense y'all if you if you didn't like it then like it's okay i mean like any movie and anything like you like what you like yeah and honestly things sometimes strike me and i like them like i rewatched baby driver well, I got to, I didn't watch that much. I skipped around because I didn't want to watch many Kevin Spacey parts. <laughs> I was on a plane. It was fine. But the second watch, I liked it better yeah. than the first watch. So maybe, you know, you had a different mood. That's true. You're a different place in your head. That's true. And also, like, that's the thing, too, right? Where, like, sometimes I don't like a thing and, like, it's something that everybody likes. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, well, it's just not for me. Yeah. It does. I, I get it. I get it if you, like, have like lifted up Star Wars to like yes. a pedestal. Especially those three movies. Yeah. Because they fit in it. They are, there's no um, conflict of, of vision in those. No. Like that's one voice, one idea, one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, And so what you really like is that trilogy, not the Star Wars universe is what I would argue. Yeah, I Because if you like everything that exists in that, because I feel like there's room for this movie in this universe. Yeah, you just want it to feel like those old movies. Yes, and uh, the, another thing too was that I guess the, maybe I'm being reductive, but but like also like and the prequels were also easier to like deny because they were like not or, good movies. Yeah, they were a bad movies, but also like it's I feel like when you do a prequel versus mm-hmm. when you do a sequel, like you can just it's easier to be like eh, that like I can just like, ignore that if yeah. it's a prequel, mm-hmm. but then. A sequel is you're seeing how things pan out for these yes. characters that you really cared about. Yeah. So then it's like, I, I understand feeling like, oh, like, that's how it ended up with that character. I didn't want that. Right. And whereas like a prequel, I don't know. I, there's something about the past versus the future that like. No, it's true. Because whatever you put in the prequel isn't going to change what happens in the sequel or what happens in the thing that you, the original. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, the sequel does change. Like, if you believe Luke traveled the world fighting and being good always, never making a mistake. Yeah. But, like, why would he do that? I don't know. And even and if you would, that's fine. But, like, that doesn't... This isn't where it goes in this... You, I mean, I'm. if someone said to me, I didn't really like The Last Jedi, I'm going to ignore it for my, my star, personal Star Wars canon. Yeah. I'd be like, good. Fine. That sounds great. You should. If, yeah. Like, you don't have to... You don't yeah. have to like it. I guess that's and maybe that's what you're saying. Like when things are hard, like you don't have to like it. Yeah, your liking it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, as an individual, beyond like your personal taste, like don't watch it. Yeah, but I mean, I guess because everyone's treating it as canon, I think that's why they're like. Because I was thinking about like when I'm reading like a fanfic that I don't yeah. like, I can just leave it and be like, mm-hmm. I'll find another one. But like, you can't just find another Star Wars. Well, there's like there's sequels to Buffy that I don't love some of the things that happen in them are we talking about a relationship between people um no i like that better than okay i guess i can talk about it because it's angel angel like does a skip kind of he's the big bad he like does all these things for like some other reason and like hurts people i think he kills giles 
I know. And yeah! this, I know. And this is canon. I'm like, no, that is not my canon. My yeah. canon involves cookies baking yeah. and soulmates. Well, that's I think, what I choose. I think, yeah. I mean, I get, but then also that's like a different medium and it's a lot easier to ignore yes. like a comic offshoot than like 100%. a huge block. And everyone's talking about it all the time. And yeah. some people are excited about it and you were excited about it until you saw it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I understand. But even like Transformers. <laughs> I don't think Transformers, the first movie, is a masterpiece of any kind. But I kind of like that movie as the end of Transformers. Yeah. Like, Sam Witwicky makes a friend who's a Camaro. <laughs> Josh Dumel discovers some robots in the desert. Cool. That's yeah, the whole great. thing. We don't need a franchise. Yeah. I don't need a future of any of these people. I'm happy with this one. Yeah. Um, But I know there's like six more movies. Yeah. There is one where there's a Dinobot that Mark Wahlberg gets to ride. That's fun. That is pretty fun, but not worth it. Not worth it. Not in my personal canon. Yeah. Just cut it out. Yeah. Like, does Justice League live in my personal Wonder Woman canon? I don't know. I haven't seen it. I would guess no. I'm thinking not. Let, here's the thing. If I love Aquaman and I love Wonder Woman too, yeah. I might let Justice League stay. But mm-hmm. right now, I really like Wonder Woman. So maybe that's the only movie that DC Universe exists. Right. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Or DC Extended Universe, whatever. We're both thoughtfully it. looking at this Justice yeah, we League are. poster. Um, um, yeah. Or like maybe I'll just keep like two scenes from Justice League. Mm. Well, I haven't seen it, so I can't speak to it. There's a scene where Wonder Woman, and I think some people hate this scene, but I like it. I think it was one of the scenes yeah. Joss wrote, but uh, where Wonder, where Aquaman starts like spilling his guts, like getting really emotional and talking about how much he values being a member of a team, and he's never been, no one's ever believed in him. And then you find out that like Wonder Woman has secretly wrapped her uh, lasso of truth around his ankle. It's really why would cute. people not like that? Um, because it's like too cute. So the people who really like oh, yeah, the DC, the universe, DC universe are like they like the gritty shit. I mean they they into it. Whereas I just want like them like being cute. Fucking snooze. Right. I'm so I don't need that anymore. No. We live in a hell world. Exactly. It's we live in late. a hell world right now. And I I know this is a horrible thing to bring up, but I already started to. So no, I I was about to. I feel like I know what you're going to talk about. Oh, well, I think since the movie The Dark Knight Rises and the real life thing that happened. Yeah. I don't want to. I'm done. I oh, that's not what I was going to talk oh, about. Okay. <laughs> Your thing probably is less depressing. And I'm not trying to like claim that as like a, that's not a personal, it, no, no one in my family was affected by that. I'm just saying like at that, that is a point where I'm like, I don't need to watch horribly bleak, dark superhero movies. Yeah. Cause like the world is horrible and bleak. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what were you going to talk about? I was going to say that, um, it feels like we just live in a hell where we're all, uh, Americans are held the average American is yes. held captive uh, by an insane person with a Twitter and um, we oh yeah that's interesting we literally can't do anything and this person just keeps spouting toxic and insane nonsense that uh, puts our nation in, in danger and there's a it, 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 I'm like this is hell this, this is, hell. is hell okay and then I just said I don't want dystopian superheroes. And it's the superhero, I agree. But now, then it started to make me think of, because everything you're saying is a direct allegory for the film Mad Max Fury Road. True. Which I like fucking because true. that guy gets fucking killed. Dude, you know what is uh, really funny? Did you, did you see that tweet that was like, I think Uberfax is trying to tell us something. <laughs> so Uberfax, if you guys are not familiar, just tweets like rando facts. Yes. All day long. And they do that on their Tumblr. It's mm-hmm. like, it's just all rando facts. Right. They just tweeted... 
in order for an uprising to be successful, only 3.5% of the population has to rise up. Oh, no. And I was like, damn, son. Way more from Uberfax. <laughs> Watch out. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. No, life is hard. Yeah, I don't know. Like, love each other, love yourselves right now. I mean, but, it is crazy. Yeah. But if anyone, like, tries to sell you on a belief system that just, like, makes you ask no questions, that's probably questionable. Yeah. Like, if, say, the world is ending, you're about to murder your beloved. Right. Things are really not going well. There's a huge earthquake. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, some lady appears. Right. Maybe questions. Right. And especially if she's just like, you know what? We're going to get rid of all the evil. And um, and there's even a moment in this episode where she's so they're out in the um in the garden. Yeah. And it's nighttime and mm-hmm. it's her and Angel. And this is after, you know, basically anytime anyone sets eyes on Jasmine, they immediately are complacent. Yes. They worship her. She's so beautiful to behold. Yes. Blah blah blah. And she's not saying anything too crazy. No, and she's not I mean she's saying things like a world without war. I want I love you all. Mhm. Don't she's even she's not saying don't worship me, but she's being very she's being very much a benevolent God. Yes. And she's very kind. She seems very yes. kind. Um, she uh, and, and she says, you know, like what I'm saying is that we can get a world without evil, like good can win. And Angel's just kind of like, is it that easy? Like he's like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It just seems kind of like we've been fighting for so long. Yeah. The fact that it can just be this easy. And I think that's it, right? It's like if you can come in where people are tired and just say, here's a really easy solution. Yeah. Beware. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you should trust someone that if it's you're all really tired from fighting and someone comes in and they're like, listen, it's going to be really fucking hard, but we're all we can do is fight. Then you should be like, all right, let's follow this person. But what if, if what if that person's like, I don't care if you're tired, you're not really up to this, but. You don't have a choice. And maybe your friend just killed herself, but I don't care. Wait, what is this from? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, last week's episode of Hell Mouthy. Yes. Uh, but yeah, no. You, it is anyone, honestly, anyone who's bullshitting you, anyone yeah. who is saying what sounds better versus what is true, mm-hmm. be wary. Right. Is this person saying exactly what I wish in my heart of hearts? Mm-hmm. Or is this person saying, like, this is the way things are going to go and, like, it's going to be hard, but we should try? Well, and I think that's true in relationships, too, right? Like, if you never – like, when people are like, we never fight, I'm like, is one of you lying a lot? Or you can call – I mean, or, like – Oh, my God. I'm remembering a moment where a person said that. Because maybe you don't – and, again, some people define fight differently. Some people are like, yeah, you have to be yelling at each other for it to be a fight. But, like, if you never disagree about anything – yeah. then probably one of you is swallowing something. Yeah. Because you're two individuals having two different experiences of the world. Or it sounds like something like an abuser would say. Like abuser or abused. Any, either. Yeah. Of being, like, anyone, like, I, I feel worried about that relationship when someone's mm-hmm. like, we never fight. It's like, if you think, like, that it's normal to never disagree, disagreements happen. Right, especially if you're being honest right exactly like if you yeah you yeah you should disagree Otherwise, i'm thinking back to like a time where you and i were somewhere and someone mm-hmm. said that oh and you laughed really hard because um i was rude because they were like <laughs> they were like we never fight and i was like red flag <laughs> i was, I, like, I was like are you fucking lying and then you were like kelly and i was like i don't know 
<laughs> seems like they're lying. <laughs> seems like a lie. It, so- it sounds like a lie. And that well, sounds fake, but okay. It's a lie or a delusion. And you know what? We all have some things we got to be deluded about to sure. get through the day. But, like, let those be something that's not hurting someone else. Yeah, please let it not be hurting anyone. And also, maybe not, like, maybe if you're a warrior, you should be extra vigilant about who you're following. Sure. Exactly. And I think right now, Angel is not being vigilant. He's, he's totally in. Mm-hmm. And he is, he's taking arms against the people that Jasmine wants him to take arms against. Yeah. Which, so far, seem like bad guys. Yeah, it seems to align so far. So, yeah, so she she appears and mm-hmm. um, he at first he, he comes back to the crew mm-hmm. and he and Connor are like, she's beautiful, blah, blah, blah. And they're all like, you sound crazy. And then and, then, <laughs> and, and Angel's like, oh, like, I'm so sad that she I'm bad that she got away. And and Connor goes, you should stop torturing yourself, dad. And I was like, oh, something's wrong. something's very yeah. wrong. I wrote like, that down, too. I was like, <laughs> he's calling him dad. Like something. I was like, and he's saying, don't hurt. Don't torture yourself. Yeah. Usually Connor's like, torture yourself harder, dad. Yeah. And jealous. <laughs> I know your true face. He throws in some jab about that. Yeah. So no jabs. It was like he really is being he's being a supportive kind son. Yeah. Which you're like, oh, OK. Yeah. Something's up. Yeah. And then she appears. She appears and everyone's like, wow. We're not sure where. We're not sure where. But she has like a cute like uh, lady who lives in the woods outfit. Yes. They did. They held back from going too hard into the God clothes. Right. Like she's not wearing really hard. I know. I was like, she's not wearing a robe. Like she's wearing clothes that a person could buy at TJ Maxx. Sure. Yeah. Um, A person with a boho sense of style. Yeah. Like very like. No sharp edges, like very easy. She's probably not wearing a bra. No bra. It's very, you know, just like welcome, welcome, welcome kind of thing. Yeah, it's probably all cotton. Oh, absolutely. And it's like that kind that's like brushed a little bit. So it's like super soft. Anyway, so she's like, hi, hi, welcome, welcome, welcome. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they're all like, oh, wow. And they all kneel and they're all worshiping her. And then there's a scene where I have a question. Okay. Why is that drawing of Cordelia... I don't get it. Why is it there? They cut from Who? her passed yes. out to the drawing. Here's the thing. Because first when we saw the drawing, I was like, oh, Angel drew a drawing of Cordelia. Because we know that Angel mm-hmm. likes to draw. He loves to draw. It's like his hat. It's like his, it's how he meditates. Right. He Well, when he's not doing Tai Chi. Right. He likes to draw. He especially likes to draw like his ladies. Yes. He loves so, like, to draw. Everyone, every woman he's ever loved, he's drawn pictures of. Right. But it's one, not that good a picture. It's and pretty bad. It seems like Wes drew it. Yeah, no, because he's holding it. Why did Wes it. draw it? Because he's holding it and looking at it. Is it, it and they just needed a way to talk about Cordelia? But I feel like Wes could have would have just initiated a conversation about Cordelia normally. Like, I don't think yeah. he needed a prompt. Unless, are we supposed to think Wes found this picture that Angel drew? I think maybe that's it. So he found it because okay. that used to be Angel's desk, then right? Angel needs to upgrade his skills. That was he, not a very I good I feel like he paint. was better for a second. When he was drawing Buffy. Mm-hmm. And then there was like a period of him being very bad at drawing. He was good. I thought he drew some good ones of Darla. Oh, right. There were some nice drawings of Darla. But yeah, this is not his best work. Like, I could draw that. Yeah. I'm not a good I've seen artist. what you did with Colin's yeah. picture. Take a look at Colin's picture <laughs> and then tell me that I could not draw that picture of Cordelia. Um, um, so yeah, so it's not great. And... I don't know why. I don't I know why. Confused. I, I don't like, know why, why they're they trying to make this? this connection. Yeah, it's very weird. It doesn't make sense. I like, wonder if they cut a line about Cordelia. 
maybe and or it, here's another question i have because mm-hmm. like charisma carpenter is her face is in these episodes yeah she's not really she's passed out she's yeah she's in a coma the whole time yeah she's like when someone's trying to write someone out of a soap opera yeah well which is what's happening mm-hmm. so she's sleeping the whole she's just sleeping we only see like this one shot of her sleeping over yeah. and over again mm-hmm. um and maybe they were just like we need to mix it up like let's throw in a drawing of her yeah. so we can cut to that because we can't just have the same i wonder if contractually if you're a main character if there's a number of shots of you that need to be in an episode maybe I then they would count know. that drawing as a shot of her. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not an agent. <laughs> Me neither. Uh, oh, man. Helmuthy needs an agent. Agents, contact us. Oh, my God. And then the agent could get us ads. I know. That's what agents do, right? A commercial agent. Ostensibly. I mean, podcast agents. Do podcasts agent? get commercial agents? They get, some of them get agents. I know certain podcasts that mm-hmm. have agents. Okay. Uh, you could guess, guys. You could guess. <laughs> What's like the biggest podcast? <laughs> um so um yeah so they go out and fight some people they some vampire tries to bowl a human head which i think we're supposed to think is stupid are, are cool? we supposed to think it's scary i thought we were supposed Me? to think it's like funny oh i felt nothing like goofy i felt like obviously it's not gonna roll he doesn't have a perfectly round head no it's not gonna roll and it's not yeah exactly it's not perfectly round it's soft like it's just gonna flop even if you are a really good bowler, like I could see if you were shooting hoops with a head. Right. But there's, you, you don't need a perfectly smooth round thing no. to throw it. Exactly. So you should, they should have been, or they could have played the cross with a head. Yeah. They could have played, honestly, soccer. They could have kicked soccer, it. baseball. Oh my God. Baseball. <laughs> I was thinking catch, but you're right. Hit they should try to hit with the bat. That pitching. is hilarious. That it would just explode. Be. That's so funny. That would be funny. That's but hilarious. instead, it's like, I mean, I, I think they went in an indoor place and because the sun's out and all that. But it just batting cages. That would be so funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, we don't get any of that. We, we don't get, get any bowling. of that. We get a dumbass uh, bowling scene. And then he's like, go pick up, go clean my lane. Yeah. Which and is like, there's a bunch of lanes. There's, but that's, it's about power. It's about power. It's true. <laughs> and then that guy gets murdered. Right. Or and ca- the angel crew comes mm-hmm. in and uh, uh, Jasmine's with them. Yes. And she, uh, I guess it's worth mentioning, played by the lovely Gina Torres. Oh, yeah. And we may talk shit on Jasmine and this story point more today and other days. <laughs> but she is great. She perfectly plays this yes, part. She is this part. Like, it's hard sometimes to even imagine someone else doing it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, it just, like, yeah, no, she's got it. She's, she's got that, like, got it. Composure and grace. And the way they're lighting her and her hair. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. She's doing this is, yeah. Like, they always have this golden light shining on mm-hmm. her, which is, like, perfect. Like, she yeah. just looks amazing. Uh, um, she should be in more things. I love her. Yeah. She's in, uh, she's in that ER show that's coming out, 911. She is. It's not ER, but it's, yeah. It's, it's called 911. 911. It's by Ryan Murphy. Mm hmm. She's in that, I think. Interesting. They have like big names in it. So I was yeah. like, at first I was like, what the fuck is this show? Okay, but it's Peter Krause. And I guess it's her. Connie Britton. You know what? I don't think she's in it. <laughs> you just got me so excited for the show, which I'm I was really probably going to watch anyway. I'm sorry. I, I follow I, Connie Britton's hair pretty far. <laughs> like, I won't watch all of Nashville, but I watched a whole season because her hair, it's like, it's magic hair. Yeah. And I know you have not experienced Friday Night Lights, so you don't fully know, know all of the magic I of know. her hair. She's not in it. 
<laughs> okay. But it still looks like a good But cast. it is still big. I remember hearing about Connie Britton and I was like, what the fuck? Okay, yeah. so this is a big show. This- yeah. But then I was like, it's on Fox. So, and it's a Fox drama. My understanding is it's Ryan Murphy's take in a procedural. So it has like the intense moments and the high drama, but it's still at its heart. It's a procedural. So if you want highly serialized storytelling, it's not for you. But if you want every week to check in, like, because weird shit happens. Yeah. You know, like, it's almost reminds me of, like, Nick Nipchuk. Did you ever watch cool. that show? Oh, yes, I do. I remember. I Which, that, that wasn't show. a procedural, but it would start with that, like, what do you not like about yourself? And you'd... Yeah. And so you'd get to see all these, like, weird cases of the week. Yeah, that's cool. So I think it's similar to that in, like... But, yeah. But emergency. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I'll check it out. Uh, but Gina Torres was on... No, I'm worried I'm going to say a wrong one. But I think she... She was on something I really liked, and I believe Hannibal. It, yes, she, she played the wife of, she, um, of Lawrence Fishburne, mm-hmm. who is her actual husband. Oh, is he? That's a fun pairing. I think so. Um, or at one point they were. Yeah, yeah she was in she, Hannibal. Yeah, she's very good in Hannibal. Really good. She's good in everything that she's. That's true. Been. I don't think I've ever seen her like phone in a, a no, performance. Very good. Um, and of course, we Firefly, Firefly, which maybe we mentioned, but. It's I don't think we did right now. It's worth mentioning again. Yeah. She's very good in Firefly. Yeah. I mean, she breaks my heart. Yeah. Oh, she's also good on Suits, which is Never a saw fun, suits. like, yeah, if you ever have, like, mono, <laughs> you just need something, like, put on that you may fall asleep in and yeah. wake up. It's fun. Cool. It is a little, like, we're lawyers and we're rich and we're making big deals. So there's it's like a little bit. like a little bit. Yes. They're not quite as bro as that, but there mm-hmm. is a level of, like, these problems that you have yeah, are, un- I don't care who makes a billion dollars and who doesn't make a billion dollars, right. but that also makes it so you're never like that sad. Great. Plus there's a ship in it that I'd be interested to see what you think. So if you do ever get mono. Great. And watch it. I've already had mono. Okay. So maybe a little like re- Are you allowed to get it twice? No, you can't get it twice. They won't let you? They won't let you. Damn it. <laughs> um, I don't know what I was looking for. Um, so, uh, basically, to get mm-hmm. back to what we were talking about, Gina Torres slash Jasmine mm-hmm. is with them in this bowling alley and uh, this uh, uh, she's just being very chill and she's like, oh, yeah. it's fine. No one will attack us. And she goes over to sit down with Fred and they're talking. Yes. And this, of course, of course, they get attacked. Yeah. And this vampire comes up and like grabs her and like slashes her arm. Yes. Um, and then gets killed immediately by Angel. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Fred's like, oh, no, I caused this. I didn't protect her. Right. When like, no, you didn't cause it, but whatever. Yeah. You're a worshiper. Um, and then they get back to the hotel and um, everyone's like, great, we're going to keep following uh, Jasmine. Yeah. And the way that the fighters do it is that they go fight for her. Mm-hmm. And Fred takes it upon herself to clean this shirt. With Clorox. With Clorox. A with her- lavender shirt. With Clorox and with her bare hands. No, she 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 goes back on it. She's like, no, club soda. Okay. So she uses club soda. Okay, better. Which, I, when you said Clorox, I was like, oh my God. It was That's on her said. skin. Ouch. Well, we still don't know in these episodes how she woke up. Right. No. Yeah. So she goes over and um, eventually she tries club soda. She can't doesn't do it. work. Mm-mm. She gets her a new shirt. Yep. And she uh, comes back and she's so excited to give her this new shirt. She's so sad, crying because she doesn't see her. And Fred does this like weird hysterical crying pretty well. Yeah, she does. And you're just like, oh, geez. It makes you feel very uncomfortable. Yes, and I think it's supposed to. Yeah, because you're just like, ugh. Ooh, it's like such raw emotion. 
Yeah. Like, it's the kind of emotion children have naturally, but, like, you learn how to control yourself by the yeah. time you're an adult. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, oh, I can't. Yeah. But everyone's being really nice to her. I mean, they are always are because she's Fred, but, like, everyone is in these this kind, warm place. So, mm-hmm. it, like, she's in a, a place where no one is making her feel awkward for being so cuckoo. Yeah. So she goes upstairs. Yeah. To deliver the shirt. Because Lauren has just divified this room for for Jasmine. And it's yes. a lot of like plum colors. It's yeah, it's very When he was like, I might have gone overboard. And then I said I was like, you didn't go overboard. It it's not fine. very overboard. Like Mariah Carey wouldn't stay here. Like this no, no, is no. not diva. No. It's nice. It's nice. Diva, like I would expect more fur, crystals, mm-hmm. diamonds. Everything to be like really puffy. Yeah. Yeah. But this isn't that. It's nice. It's nice. It's not diva. It's not diva. So he's tuning his horn, own horn a little bit too much. Um, and so she comes in. She's like, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Lauren leaves. Uh, Connor's in there talking with her. Mm-hmm. And Fred comes in. Yeah. And she's like, oh, here's. And then makes eye. Con- or she's like, I couldn't get because she got her the new shirt. She's like, I couldn't yeah. get it out. Here's a, here's a new shirt. I'm so sorry. Looks up. And sees a face like rotting away. Oh, it's so gross. It's very gross. It's very effective. It's really effective. So especially gross. when contrasted with like how beautiful and pristine Gina Torres looks in mm-hmm. all these shots too. Um, so it's like she like sees just this face that's completely caved in with yeah, like maggots so coming out of Whoa. it. Really gross. Um, and she's like, bah! and she hides it pretty well. Yes. I mean, she like, does start crying. She does start crying. Instantly. But she's been crying. So it's like everyone's like, oh, Fred's still yeah. crying. Um, but yeah, she hides it very well. But she still kind of doesn't. She doesn't know what to do. Right. Because she's now seeing that everybody is under a spell. Because mm-hmm. not only is she seeing through the spell, she's like now she sees everyone is under it. Yes. So first thing, she goes to talk to the one in a coma. Mm-hmm. And Angel comes in and she thinks maybe Angel understands her. I mean, right. all of this, we don't have to explain the subtext of that scene because you heard us perform it. Right, exactly. It was perfect. So it was perfect. You guys got it. Mm-hmm. Then she goes to Wes. And again, she thinks Wes gets it. I know. Which also, girl, if you know they're under a spell, they're under a spell. But she has no one else to turn to. Right, so and she's tough. Has, you got to try to break the spell. Yeah. Oh, and it should be mentioned that earlier, uh, there was a man who yes. tried to attack Jasmine. Right. And he was the only one out of a huge crowd of people yes. who were all just enthralled. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he tried to attack her and Angel almost killed him. And Jasmine was like, just let me yeah, give alone. him mercy. And then Wesley called the hospital. Yeah. Take him away. So he's in the hospital. Yes. So she first goes to see this man. And it turns out that his face has been. Oh, it's that is the second. They had two like the makeup yeah. people on this episode were like on point because we have rotting face, which is so well done. Yeah. And then. The makeup on the side of his face, it's like pus, post, pustules and burned and like his eye is falling down. He it's like, like infection. Demon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, on only half of his face. Only where Jasmine t- touched yes. him. So he's like, don't let it touch you. It has to be killed. We've been called. And she's like, whoa, buddy. Like, called, I don't Like, called. that's not me. Don't worry about it. Yeah. So she goes back and um, she, then she's like, I should tell Wesley about what I saw. And then she re- and it turns out that just like people are pilgrimaging mm-hmm. to the hotel because yeah. they saw her and they're like, wow, isn't this amazing? And she's like, mm, this is weird. Yeah. Um, she kind of like tries to reach out to 
Wes about it. And he's like, sure, you came to the right person. And then she notices that like everyone, like he's telling people and they're all like, "Uh uh-oh. So she runs away. Mm -hmm. And um, wait, so this is both of those episodes, right? We're talking, because doesn't it end on, yeah. Huh. So it ends on her like, at the, the Universal street. Studios back lot. Okay, yeah. We got to talk about that. Okay, so she's in a diner. And I don't think it's her usual diner because usually her diner is in the middle of the desert. The one that she and mm-hmm. Gunn like to go to. Yep. So it's not that diner. It's a different diner. And she's just sitting there being depressed drinking her coffee. And Jasmine comes on the TV. And everyone in the diner looks at her. And now, and that's really, things are, that's bad. Yeah. Because now we know that Jasmine's face only needs to be broadcast. Mm-hmm. And that's a mass media. Yeah. Format. Yeah. So Fred kind of gets out of there. She stumbles out onto the fakest street we've ever seen on Angel. I know. It's so fucking fake. It's so fake. It's like they, I don't know what's happening. And maybe it's because usually it's night when they're outside because Angel's a vampire. But like, it's never looked so bad on this show before ever. It's really bad. And they do a crane shot. So it's like you see the whole street. All the fakeness. Like, I'm surprised we don't see the back of the the boards where you can see the like yeah. wood slats holding it up. Yeah. It's so bad and fake. It doesn't look like LA at all. No, it doesn't. It looks like generic Brooklyn from the 40s. But you know why I say that? Because I've only seen movies about Brooklyn from the 40s that were shot on backlots. Yeah. And I mean, it it seriously it looked so fake I expected to see like a Universal Studios tour that would tram be so funny. going in the background. And then Fred's like double it confused. Yeah, she's like, "Wait, what?" Um, but I also like I think it was like interesting to see her we've never seen her drive ever I didn't even know she could drive yeah she's usually a passenger so she's driving Cordy's old jeep and I was like oh Cordy she's gone yeah Um, but so basically it's just her alone which I thought was really interesting Um, but let's backtrack a little bit to talk about what happens with Skip because he's the conduit through which they get all their expository info yeah well, after they, we get through the first Right, the round. first thing of Lorne talking to them about it. Oh, okay. And I also, I wanted to talk about something right before Skip. Before, <laughs> sure. So Angel is talking to his people, mm-hmm. his crew, and he's like, and he's like, I'll just go down to, to the demon dimension and shape, knock some heads together. I'll, I'll get info. And they're like, isn't that going to be hard? Like, that's a trial. And he's like, uh, for me, it's like a walk in the park. And then we cut to him fighting a demon and then saying, I really hate the park. Do we think yep. he didn't say a word? Mm, no words. For two hours, mm-hmm. he's like, went to the place, dove in the... Isn't he has to like jump in a swimming, empty swimming pool? Yeah, no, he's to do a ton of stuff. He said to do a bunch of things. Da, 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 da. And then he waited until he was like, I'm annoyed enough. And then said, I really hate the park. Yep. For no for, one. For himself, I guess. Because like, I could see if you were like, oh, this is a drag. Yeah. Like, I would say that to myself. I would not finish a sentiment. Yeah. From another group of people of another location yeah. to myself. Nope. I really hate the park, he said. I know. It was bad. It was really bad. He deserved Skip to turn on him. Yeah, he did. So Skip turns on him. Skip turns on him. Uh, and he it's a big fight. He's losing, he's losing, he's losing. But then he uses this chain to rip off Skip's little horn thing yes. and gets the upper hand on him. Perfect. Uh, and then uh, punchy, 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 get subdues skip brings him back to the hotel mm-hmm. they need to bind him to this dimension so they use the sand in a circle yep get him in there um they threaten him with an orb of eternal whatever yeah which only takes 20 minutes to do which 
Just make one to have it. make one. It's not like Fred has to be there for the interrogation. They don't even have to tell him they're making it. Also, like, I really forgot what happened and I thought that they had made it. Because I was like, how did they not make it? Yeah. It only takes 20 minutes. It takes 20 minutes. And she's not needed in that room yeah, right now. Yeah, she could be making it. Yeah. And honestly, why don't they just have one of those around in case? Exactly. Keep it in the safe. And honestly, if they had one, they'll keep it in the safest place they have, which is the safe. Um, And nothing ever gets stolen from there. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, so, and if, if, if uh, Fred had made that, she could have put Jasmine in it. Well, I think she would have used it on Skip. Or Skip. But like just anybody. Yeah, I think she would have used it on Skip because Skip, all it takes is an earthquake to like knock over some sand. On which the sand. that's like one of the most basic things you should pay attention to. That's the thing that I always get mad about. With <laughs> it happens all the time. The sand is always broken. The circle of sand. It's like it's 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 too predictable. Give you me should, a scene where that doesn't honestly, happen. What I want to see is like someone make the circle of sand and then another person be like, wait a minute. And then like put like a bear because there's no reason you can't have a barrier on the outside nope. so like yep. just like a stack of legos i don't know legos aren't good yeah something, something like around the outside yeah. to hold the sand in like oh you know what they should use like those jersey walls jersey oh yeah that like keep your car from going yep in the opposite direction so you just like mini jersey walls yep. all around the all outside. around there you go like we should do a scene in something we write uh <laughs> where you go to buy stuff at the witch store and they're like do you want the sand jersey walls yeah. And it's like, of course, why would I not buy this? That would be fucking crazy. How dumb would that be? And then all it would take is the sand would break and then... And then what? And then, and then the thing you're binding my, comes out. Ends my thing. But they don't have a jersey wall. They just <laughs> have the sand. The sand gets destroyed. So then they're like, oh, we got to fight Skip. Skip's going to fight us now. Which and Skip is way stronger than all of them. Also, like, Wes shooting at his chest a thousand so times, times. I was like, stop. Especially because I get it like two times. Sure. And then you're like, oh, it's not working. He shoots so many shots. And I, I'm i pretty sure, Wes is a good shot, as we find out. Yeah, uh, too good of a shot. But we already know his eyeballs are uncovered. Yeah. So why would you shoot at his armor I know, instead his of eyes. his eyeballs? I know. His mouth, his eyes. His mouth, his eyes. These are the places that don't have armor. Yeah. And honestly, you're lucky Fred didn't die from a ricochet. Yeah. No, he was causing all kinds of mayhem with that shooting. Like, I was like... The the first two, you see what happens. Mm-hmm. Then you know you can't just be shooting willy-nilly. Of course not. Because it's going to bounce off and you can't yeah. control where that goes. No. In fact, one hits you right in the hand. It's, you deserve it. You deserve it. Everybody deserves everything that's coming to them in these episodes. <laughs> so then, Except Cordelia. <laughs> especially that virgin. Um, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, so he's like shooting, shooting, shooting. And then he's, he's like, there's just no opening. And then he sees... Skip turns his head. Mm-hmm. There's a bullet-sized green, green gooey hole. Yeah, from when Angel ripped off his head, his horn, his thing. horn thing. So he's like, "I'll shoot right in there." Yeah, which, yeah, dude. Bang, bang, boom. He's dead. He, he yeah, he won that carnival game. Took home the big prize. Dead Skip. Dead Skip. Which, honestly, now that we know the truth about Skip, fine, fine, fine. I mean, if you killed the Skip that I liked. Who existed up until this episode? I would I'd be like, "What's bu- wrong with you? How could you do that?" And now I'm like, "Oh, this is what you wanted to do with this character? Yeah, fine. He's dead. Yeah, goodbye." <laughs> um, I was so mad that she didn't make that orb. I it was pretty crazy that she because she was useless in that room. Yeah, go do go be do useless. something. I'd be useful. Be useful because just be useful. But yeah, yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't. Um, and then and we're intercut because the, the this is also the time where the birth is happening. So there's a lot of earthquakes. Mm-hmm. Um. 
for some reason, and it didn't pay, I thought we were going to get a fire because of it. Did you see how many candles Cordelia set up in that room? Horrible. Because you know Connor didn't set those up. No, she did. She set up so many candles. Yeah. So she could have a candlelit birth? I don't know. That was weird. Maybe she, they were ritual candles. But they didn't seem like they didn't it. Seem they, seemed they seemed just like, like votives. Like, yeah. Like kinds you would buy at World Market. Yeah. She just bought a pack at World Market. And they were like, uh, Tahitian ma'am, vanilla we have a we have a dress code. You need to cover your belly to be in here. Um, him, um, we do more of like a boho chic vibe, not like a boho goth witch dime store look. So like if you could see your way out. Yeah. No. Well. <laughs> oh. Oh, can we, oh, you know what? Speaking of outfit things, the thing that we didn't talk okay. about. Should we say it on three? Okay. One, two, three. three. Yellow stripe shirt. <laughs> that shirt was monstrous. It was. I don't know where it came from because you know he didn't have that in his closet. That is a joke shirt. Is it Lauren's shirt? Because Lauren could put a jacket yeah. with it and a like a accoutrement. Like yeah. Lauren could make it not look ridiculous. But it, you know who can't? Angel. Angel. A not his color. Horrible uh, color on him. B. Like the fact that it is like the white and then like the sunshine yellow Whoa. stripes and the, shiny. The, the shininess. I think if you made it matte, it would still be a lot, but you'd be like, okay, he'd look sort of like preppy yeah. guys wearing boat shoes. But it's but like the shininess. Cheap and tacky looking. So tacky. It was so bad. It was so he bad. He wore it for so long. He like, wore it for oh. so long. And you know that that's the kind of shirt that smells bad real quick. Yeah. Because there's no breathability for mm-hmm. that shirt. Um. Oh, God. And I know that it was supposed to be, like, a funny, like, Angel's happy. This is the shirt he's mm-hmm. wearing. And we know that this show does that a lot. Yes. Both this show and Buffy, where mm-hmm. it's like, this person's good. They're going to wear this. This person's yes. bad. They're going to wear this. So we get that he's, like, it is, like, cloyingly sweet, this shirt. Like, yes. And so it's, like, oh, warning signs. Yes. But it was also just a hilarious shirt to look at. Mm-hmm. It was distracting. It was that's a joke shirt. Like, it's that's a not shirt. a shirt that you would ever buy. No, you would only buy that to wear to some kind of costume party. Yeah. I don't know what costume. Yeah. But it's only, it's a joke. Joke shirt. And for sure. <laughs> though I don't think we've praised enough uh-huh. David Boreanaz's is acting in this episode. Because he really plays a, an angel with no worries, which we've never seen before. Angel's always worried about something. Yeah. He's just like, yeah, I've got a clear purpose. Yeah. It's pretty great. And you're like, and it's like, mm. Mm. that's like, because so what do you think? It, oh, because we found out last week. Okay. Angelus is always inside. Oh, yeah. What is he doing in there? Angelus is losing his goddamn mind. <laughs> Angelus is like, not the shirt. <laughs> He's so mad about He's that shirt. He's so mad about that shirt. He's like mostly mad about that shirt. He was pretty excited when it looked like Angel was going to kill Cordelia. Sure. He was, like, he was like, ooh, and you're going to be so sad about this for so yeah. long. And then he's like, oh, shit. Oh, now shit. you're, like, happy? Now you're happy. And I and can't you're... even come out? And I can't come out. <laughs> it's not perfect happiness. It's not perfect. And also, don't put that shirt on me. Please don't put that shirt on me. Oh, it's on. It's ha- Ooh, it itches. Oh. Ah! Don't button the cuffs. Don't button the cuffs. Roll them. <laughs> At least roll them, please. <laughs> Meanwhile, Angel's just like, the age of Aquarius. <laughs> <laughs> it does. He looks like he could be in that last scene of 40-year-old virgin yes. <laughs> dancing in the background. Yes, he totally does. Oh, uh, uh, so happy. Um. Oh, that yellow striped shirt. Yeah, I mean, I think... I mean, that... I, I think that was the last major thing that we had to talk about. Yeah, I don't have anything else on my notes. I can't believe we got notes. this far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't believe we didn't talk about it. It's one of my first notes on shiny, happy people. Um, But yeah, like, so I will say I did enjoy this second episode. Yes. Um, And it also, like, 
it did leave me with a genuine question of like, where is it going? Yes. I'm, I'm excited. excited about this new chapter. Mm-hmm. And it's been a long time for this show that at the end of an episode, I was like, ooh, we're starting something fresh I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. So I'm. let's see where we go. Yeah, totally. Um, So should we talk about what's in the hopper? Yeah. Um, I can't believe we for- forgot about Doyle's name. That was so sad. That was so sh- sad. Like I'm, I feel like if I were like a really religious person, I would get one of those belts with spikes on it and just like <laughs> whip myself in the back. So flagellate. Yeah, I would flagellate a little. <laughs> All right, guys. If you're watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer with mm-hmm. us, uh, the next thing we're gonna watch is Lies My Parents Told Me and Dirty Girls. Ooh, those both sound a little provocative, yeah, a little salacious. Um, and then we're coming right back. With the magic bullet and sacrifice for our angel mm. episode. Interesting. So the first one's about making green smoothies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the second yeah. one is about giving up chocolate chip cookies. Yep. yep. Perfect. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you for uh, tuning in this week, you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and if you're an advertiser or an agent, reach out, baby. It doesn't matter what year it is. I mean, no. we're in 2018 now, but like 2028, 20, 2038, 2048, <laughs> 2058. Do whatever whatever time feels right to you. And honestly, if you have to call our children or grand- grandchildren, they will be happy to hear sure, you. Sure, sure. We're going to pass the IP rights oh, right down. Absolutely. This shit is not going to public domain ever. Ever, ever, ever. We are younger than Walt Disney and we're going to take advantage of yep. it. <laughs> um, great. If you want to um, KIT with our podcast on social media, that's at Hellmouthy on everything. Um, if you want to uh, hang out with each of us on social media. I am at Kelly Nugi, K-E-L-L-Y-N-U-G-E-E. Ryan is at Armogi, R-M-O-G-G-E. Yeah. Uh, we end the show. His name is Doyle. <laughs>